Aren't you tired of scrolling on Netflix and can't find anything to watch? Well, I have the perfect solution for you. How about you get your dog, Bruh. get your kids, Bruh. get your grandmother? Bruh. How about you hey, Shale, go ahead Shale, and type Shale. in Bros and Bros Podcast? Bro, 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 hold on, hold on. Yo, keep it 100 with them, man. Listen. Join us on Patreon right now, you feel me? Listen, up there we got exclusive shows. We got Not Today Satan you can go listen to and go watch. Listen, go check us out, man. Listen, you can be a patron for as low as $3. You can't beat that, man. So come join the bros. All right? Peace. Tell me all of your views You can talk to me Yeah, yeah Tell me how you feeling Yo, we gonna keep it all the way real with you Let's go Yo, what's going on? This is Shelvon A.K.A. Shell's the Kid, man And this is my brother Mr. Jarrell, a.k.a. your favorite supervisor that you hate. Yes, sir. Jay Real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this is the bonus episode of Bros. Ain't your bros. Yes, sir. And we got trigger training room. So if y'all hear a little commotion once in a while and you hear a voice like this one right here, so adorable. And number Trey. Yeah, and um, today is a look. It's gonna be a little different episode. Um, we are not in the church today because we are at the pastor and the first lady house. Because first of all, pastor and first lady are our guests today. Amen. That's cool. Woo-hoo. That's cool, right? How y'all feel about that? That's cool. That's cool. Amen. Yes, sir. It's, 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 we, we actually, um, let me be honest with you real quick, Jarrell. We honestly, my first, like as soon as Pastor Hate dropped in on us with, when we was at Case. <laughs> right, right. Right. And I'm, I'm going to give a little backstory for everybody that don't know, for the listeners or whatever. Pastor had dropped in when Casey Hate came and dropped some bombs in there, right? <laughs> and then he left. And left. <laughs> and then he just left. Like, just left. All right, y'all. And just left. I was just like, Yo, everybody Jarell. mind blown. Like, okay, so <laughs> we fired up, ready to go now. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, like we were like, oh, like, like he basically just started the whole podcast for real. Like, only thing, only thing missing, we didn't press play yet. Like, you see what I'm saying? Right. So, so now we were just like, I got the, I got the idea after that day. Um, hey, how about we just let Pastor, Pastor, and his wife come over? Boom! Here it is. And here you go. So, um. And first of all, if y'all hear something just fall out, like somebody fall out, it's because Siobhan's mic stand is going to take me out before we can finish this podcast. So if y'all hear anything, just go, that's me falling out. So and if I take a little while to respond, it's probably because I got hit in my eye or nose or something. Dang. Just no brothers and your brothers if that does happen. At the end of the day. So how y'all feeling though? Wonderful, good. Wonderful. wonderful. Blessed. That's good. That's good. Oh, Trey said he blessed too. So everybody in the room is blessed. He liked to be a copycat. He like he like to say whatever he hears somebody else say, preferably pastor. Whenever pastor say, he like to say it right behind him. That's a good thing to have. Make a good assistant pastor right now. That's a good thing to have right now. Then I'm about to say. So we gonna go ahead and get started. Um, we gonna go ahead and get started. We ain't gonna hold y'all long because I know everybody. Watch out, Jay. Oh, oh, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm gonna put it a little closer to me next time. But y'all um, listen now. Yeah. Um. So. This basically how we started off. We um we got we got our little segments and stuff, and then we and then we basically bring it home and just um ask y'all questions and stuff like this, and um y'all just give us y'all feedback on it. That sound cool. Sound cool. All right, so this how we gonna start it off. We usually start it off with the dad joke. Oh God. 
And every time I try to do that, every day, like I, I feel like my my goal for the dad joke is to make Jarrell laugh every time. Like so, so. But since I got past the first lady, I'm trying to make past the first lady and Jarrell laugh. And I better be truly entertained. So Jarrell, eyes on me. All right. All right. <clears throat> I feel. First of all, I feel like I feel dope about this one though. Like, huh? So first of all, did you make this one up? No, no, no. I ain't make it up, oh, okay. though, but I, I still felt like this was cool, though. Okay. You listening, First Lady? Yes, I am. What kind of person was Boaz before he got married? What, Siobhan? Ruthless. a good one you know, like like is it a comment that said that wasn't that wasn't a dad joke like that was a good one though. oh yeah <coughs> oh snap yo it's crazy i think it's a compliment I think, if i, I say that you outdo me uh oh uh-oh. hold on let me mama got one i'll tell you first lady got one i want to hear this i need a good answer you cannot answer pastor <laughs> what two days of the week Starts with a T other than Tuesday or Thursday. Mm. <laughs> I was straight up thinking, I, st- I still can't. I'm beat. Today and tomorrow. Today. <laughs> oh, Day. Hey, yo. <laughs> I won't even. I hated that. It flew on my it head for real, bro. The first thing I was thinking was, I'm like, there's no other day besides Tuesday. Right, Thursday. I'm like, maybe I'm missing something. Like, I'm I was like, just like, what day of the week? Maybe it's a hidden gem that I forget. Him, he asked me that the other morning at 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, are you crazy? Oh, he said, snap. He said, Pastor asked you that at 5 in the morning? Yes. Actually, I, I was in the bathroom. I put my phone down on the sink. Mm-hmm. And for some odd reason, my assistant came on. And I was Download no system on the phone mm-hmm. and say, uh, You want to hear a song or a joke? I said, A joke. And they asked that joke. Mm-hmm. And they said, What well, two days a week start uh, with tea other than Tuesday and Thursday? I'm like, I don't know. And they said, And then she say, Today and tomorrow. <laughs> and they said, You want to hear a song? I said, Yeah. And she went out singing the song, La 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 la. I'm your assistant. <laughs> <laughs> la 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 and it goes off and I'm saying to myself when did I get an assistant on my phone <laughs> these smartphones these smartphones say, something today bro I'm for real like I just got Siri I'm I mean I mean, I mean, Siri I mean, don't and, tell and Siri, us no jokes and Siri helps I mean I mean you I, gotta ask for a joke for I, Siri I mean if I say hey Siri it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna light up you know what I mean but anyway you got you got yes bro you got a joke okay oh Trey got a joke What's up, Trey? All right, I ain't, I ain't gonna mess it up. He looked at me, he, he, he looked at me like, don't mess this Just up. Just get for your me. joke right first, okay? What's wrong with you? I think joke about, tell Kamara to come I'm in. Say, I think the joke about to come out. Tell Kamara to come in. But all right, let's get on with it. So, uh, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to take it back a little bit real quick. Tell Big, brother to take you to the bathroom. Big brother about to help Trey out. But yeah. 
So um, I really, I really, I, really, I don't have I don't have a real tape back. There's so many tape backs to be able to do. Go away from the go away from the beginning. Now. Well, I'm gonna go from the very beginning to the very beginning. Well, I'm gonna start like this because first of all, if if, if y'all don't know for uh Pastor Ill and First Lady Ill, they are the most lovingest people I know. Because when I met their daughter, no, Juan Juan, shout out to Juan Juan. When I went to the house, the second time I met her, I was like, hey, you got something to eat? She was like, go in the kitchen, go get it. I'm like, <clears throat> um, I can't do that. This is your house. She's like, you, uh, you, you, you had a guest no more, so this is your house now, too? I was like, okay. And when I came to Pastor's first lady's house for the it's first time, way. it was the same way. She was like, you ain't no guest no more. And then one like, and when you just like, what? Like, Okay. And like that's the first time I felt like love for real, for real. You know what I mean? Like, of course, like you got your, like like your mama love, your dad love, but for somebody you don't know like that from the beginning, and just so you love at the very beginning of it, you like that's what's up. And yeah, and t- to this day, to this day, to this day, I still feel like I can't go in her cabin and just be like, "And my mother cuss that." She'd be like, "Right there," I'd be like, <laughs> "Yeah." They first of all, like they they got everything like like they they have it everything so open to like. Like everybody, like like when I when Pastor Pastor be like, I mean, if it's in the refrigerator, I mean, go get it. Like like, and and he's always been like that since I've known him. And he got like this philosophy for, as far as that. Like, what's what's your philosophy for that, Pastor? Yeah, Elder Smallwood uh, said to me. He said, "Man, he said I um he said I genuinely I genuinely love you." And uh, hold on, I gotta keep going. He said I genuinely love you. He said, and I gotta be honest. He said, when I first met you, he said, I even told Bishop Carl White that, uh, he said, man, I'm going to pass it earlier, but he said, man, I got to watch this guy because he talk a lot. Mm-hmm. He said, I've always been kind of uh, watching people that talk a lot because I felt like they had a hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. He said, but the more I get around you and I see people around you, and some of the things you say to me, they say it on a, on a upgraded level. Right. And... <clears throat> He say, um, he said, but um, that was one of the things that I that drove me to you. He said, but all the same time I watch it. And I said this to him. I said, listen, Ellis Smallwood. I said this. I said this is the truth. I talk a lot because I never met a stranger. Mm. If I meet you today. I said, I'm going to treat you just like I've been knowing you all my life. And I said, and I draw back from a lot of people too. But the people I draw back from, you can watch them yourself. But the, a, a lot of people I see, I would do the same thing for them the day I meet them as I would do up the road. And I said, I do the same thing for them I do for you. Mm-hmm. And he said, man, he said, you know what? I noticed that about you. I said, I don't meet strangers. And a lot of, a lot of people like, uh, like I, my wife and I, I think my wife and I and uh, Tawana, they was in Norfolk one day, and I saw a man and his, his girlfriend took care of groceries. Mm-hmm. And I said, pick them up. And she was like, well, you don't be picking up everybody. What is wrong with you? We're in Norfolk. I said, pick them up. But when I picked them up, I started sharing with them about Jesus mm-hmm. and tell them about the church and whatnot. So he said, listen, man, I don't have a ride right now, but if I did, I would love to come. You know, that's my story. I'm trying to pave a way into your life and into your heart so I can, so I can insert Jesus there. Right. There you go. Before I leave. That's right. Boom. So show us what you got for the day, man. Already? I know you got, some, got, got something me. good yeah. for us. Excuse me, one more you time. You trying to, okay. We're going to get um, it right, y'all. But um, 
Yeah, uh, this is the thing we like to do is call around the room, and we going around the room. Around the room. Around the room. So explain, explain what around the room is, so that way basically I ask I ask a question, and everybody got to answer it. Go around the room. All right. All right. First question is, <clears throat> uh, would you rather have to fight the giant Goliath or fight a war against the Philistine? Mm. We'll start with first letter. Um, I fight Goliath, and the reason is I've always been a firm believer: the bigger the battle, the harder it can fall. Mm. So Goliath was a big person, a big old something monster, whatever I would call. Him. But um, giants shouldn't be no bigger than you allow them to be. That's dope. Mm. That's good. So that's good. That's good. That's good. What about you, Pat? I think Goliath. Goliath, anything. Uh, I fight Goliath because I gotta say he had no respect to person. If he gave David the strength to take him down, boom, he gave me the strength. You gotta understand, giants do fall down. That's facts. Come down, so that is that's facts. a true fact. And God, and with God, there ain't no giant. You're a giant with God. He said, "Greater is He." Uh-huh. There you go. In me, that He that stands before me. Uh-huh. There you go. There you go. Well, uh, <clears throat> Philistines were pretty, were pretty, uh, pretty devastating. Now, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, they, they uh, hard, you know what I mean. But, uh, uh. I gotta make sure I had the right crew. You know what I mean? The right, the right oh, people for real? behind me. You gotta me. have an army. You know you what I mean? With, with, I'm just saying with David. I mean with, uh, with Goliath. It, t- it took, a, it took a stone. Uh, if it take that much to, to beat somebody, I'm going with the stone. So <laughs> I'm going against Goliath because. Yes, sir. Okay. Once he got blinded, that was it. He got in the stone. It was like boop, boom. <laughs> that was it. So that's where I'm going with. And Pastor just summed it up like, like, like if David can do it, and David sort of saying, "God, I sir." <laughs> I'm for real. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah. I'm going. I'm going for going for Goliath. I think. I think. I think. I What's think funny is if Goliath walked up right now. I'm gonna say, hey, Goliath. Remember David? All right, now. I'm <laughs> be like, hey, I'm part of that. Hey, if you know David, you gonna know me today too. Be like, you must not never heard of David and Goliath. Must <laughs> we the same lineage, so you better watch out, buddy. That's the lineage Jesus come from. So I am a child of God. There you that's go. Right. That's right. So. That's the same bloodline. Watch out. <laughs> you, you must not never heard. Of David and Goliath, you gonna tell the giant that you're real? I'm gonna say, hey, you remember little David? I'm for real. All right, now, remember how old he was? Look how old I am. I'll take you down right now. You I'll hear me? Do it. I'll take you down. <laughs> all right, yeah, y'all. That was a good. One. But nah, this I, I choose the same thing though. Um, that's just all around the room, right? Because first of all, like like Jarrell pointed out, like 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 you got to know who you got, like the crew or whatever, like to like you know what I mean. Even though at my job, like I'm outnumbered all the time though. Right, but, but it's like, like I try to be smart at the same time. Like I know I just can't go in there slacking. Like and like, you gotta be like getting. You gotta have the right three hundred people to take on. You know what I mean to take on all. Take on the whole like outnumbered. You know what I mean. Exactly. So, I exactly. see you on so, that. But but I would I would choose Goliath as well though. I mean that's just one giant compared to like a multitude of people. Like you see right. what I'm saying. Like an army. Like you see what I'm saying. Right. Um. The next one is gonna be called. It's gonna be called "Don't Take My Black Card," but <laughs> okay. 
black card. Like, like, like you what like like don't say like oh you ain't black no more like 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 but you get like like for an example like don't take my black card but I don't like watermelon. <laughs> see what I'm saying? I just don't. I mean it's nothing. It's I don't like I don't like watermelon. Like you see what I'm saying? I never really did, but that's just something that that that, that black folk really get down with. Like you see what I'm saying? But I don't like it like that. Right. I don't like it at all. To be for real, like I don't care how you fix it up, put salt in it, however you want to do it, sugar, whatever. Like I'm like. It's nasty, like, to me. Like, I don't like it, though. Mm. First lady. Okay. <clears throat> don't take my black card, but... No, I cannot say because. For... Well, don't take my black card, but... In other words, don't take my kindness for granted. Mm. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, I try to be a nice person. I try to treat everybody the same. Mm-hmm. And it really get under my skin when I see people mistreated. And don't mistreat me mm-hmm. if at all possible. So right. basically, don't. don't. So basically, you junk get ugly, right? You get ugly real quick. Black car gonna get real black. Oh, <laughs> don't you don't you get it twisted now? All right, now. I'm, I'm nice and I'm sweet, but don't you get it twisted now? Yeah, I'm don't. safe, but you gonna get these hands. As Siobhan say, you ain't safe as you say you are. <laughs> first of all, I used to say, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me take it back for a second. I used to say that the first lady all the time, just just to be funny, like like she she be like, right. I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do it. just like you ain't safe like you say you will. <laughs> I mean. <weird. laughs> I be weak when I say that. I remember that you said that dunk too, bro. That's been a minute since you said that. Hey, but it always stick though. It always stick past them. I uh, don't take my black card because I'm saved and I carry a gun. Mm. Uh, because uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, you heard it. I want to stay with the Lord, but I, if anything go down, I'm gonna be one to tell the story. I know that's right. <laughs> Nobody can tell a story for me. Don't take my black card Good because God. I want to survive. I know that's right. <laughs> because I'm going to be the last one to come out. I ain't letting nobody run over top me, take my money. I work hard for what I get. Don't I take my black right. card because I ain't letting nobody take nothing away from me. Yes, sir. He said straight up. Though, he like, said straight up. First of all, don't take my black card because you ain't taking nothing. You, <laughs> right. you ain't taking nothing regardless. And basically, he guaranteed that he's going to be the one to tell the story. Like, ain't no if, ands, or buts. He I'm is going to tell the story. I'm walking out of this. What about you, Jay? It's tough, man. I was trying to think of a movie because most of the times my black card is taken away because I, I haven't seen a certain movie, but I just can't remember what movies it is. What are you going to say? Don't take his black card because you can't play basketball. Dang! <laughs> <laughs> Snap! I don't know what you're Pastor took it from me, y'all. <laughs> so listen, y'all. I'm just going to say it like this. If I go outside and can, and can pass outside and he come at he mad at me. Y'all know why. <laughs> I'm about to repent after carrying my son. <laughs> he said, he said, don't take Jarrell black card because he said, don't take his black card, but he can't play basketball. Because those, those y'all who haven't seen me in person, I'm 6'4", all right? I'm 6'4". Very tall. So most of the times people always be like, you play basketball, boy? And I'd be like, nope. He'd be like, what? I'd be like, sorry. If he could just get his feet right, then maybe he could do something. Like if he just if he could just get his feet right. Let me tell you something. My, right my, my defense is on point now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He blocks shots and get rebounds and stuff like this. My defense, he ain't going but so far, but he offensively. Can't, he can't just get his feet right. He really can't. I'm about to say if it won't if it won't wrong, if it won't anything wrong with your feet. 
I tell you what, though, that's gonna be a true or false statement. Y'all come out here and try to play me basketball and see what happens. See, see if that statement's true or not. Yeah, Shaq getting blocked regardless, though. Yeah, that's that's gonna happen. And he's getting rebounds regardless, though. That's gonna I mean, happen. He just got the height and the long arms, though. So I mean, I'm gonna blind you. <laughs> you won't be able to see nothing. That was crazy, though. You can mess around, and get mad. That was a good one, pass. <laughs> that was a good one. He, he helped me out. Oh, for real? He helped you out, real? Just good. like a pass. I was helping you out when you need. Yeah. <laughs> oh right. snap. I got a uh, a serious question. You didn't answer. Huh? Oh yeah, you didn't answer, bro. I said mine was a watermelon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did, you did. Oh, cause we went around the room. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And I stand on that. But what? But a, for real, hold on. Another you, one though. So yeah, you, yeah, you tried it before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried it. You didn't like it? No, no, I don't. It's it's horrible. And another one without though. seeds. Without seeds with them, I don't like watermelon. It was bro. ripe. I guess so. I mean, what do you mean? They're just nasty, bro. I don't like the taste about it. Like, give me your card. Give me hell. I don't like it, bro. <sighs> I don't like it. Well, guess what, bro? Here's, here's the crazy part about it. My wife don't like it neither. So. Yeah, and first lady just said she didn't like it neither. <sighs> she, she don't like. She don't like it herself. I'm guess I'm, I'm as black as they get then. Because <laughs> I, I love some watermelon. And but I'm no. gonna be honest though, I don't really like fish like that neither. Like, like, like straight oh, up. I like, I mean, it's okay. I'll eat it though. Like, you see what I'm saying? But it ain't one of my my favorites. Like, it ain't something like. Like, oh, somebody cooking fish? Oh, snap. Like, I got to get over that. Like, like. Right. I I'm okay. Well, yeah. Like yeah. No. It's just like, like, to me, it's just since growing up, like, I'm talking about fried fish, like, like, straight outside, like, the way we mm-hmm. do it. Like, and I'm just like. Of course. You can't like, get with it. Of course, it's like, like, like fish. I mean, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was I just saying that, like. How we do it though, I'm just like it don't right. really, and it's and I eat it though. It just don't excite me. I'm just like mm. right, the hype ain't there. You see what I'm saying? Not to me anyway. But pastor, you had something to read? Oh no, I'm, I'm gonna serious question first, and then I'm oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hit him with, with with a few things. Pastor, what was your first thought when you accepted the call to pastor? Watch out, Jay. Your first thought. That there was a lie in here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, preaching was the last thing I ever wanted to do. I just want to live saved. And but I always I enjoy telling people about God. I enjoy that more than I do uh, life itself. I, to be honest with you, um, I'm really you know I'm really in love with God to the point where when I see people, I don't have to de- defend God or take up for Him. Mm-hmm. But when I see people deliver, delivering any kind of way, it's some kind of you know it, it sends some kind of best bad taste in my mouth, you know, because like, you feel like you're really getting away with this, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And because the Bible says because uh, <coughs> uh, people continue to sin because execution don't come swiftly, uh-huh. mm. uh, because God don't punish you right away, they continue to sin, uh-huh. and. I think uh, it's a cause of ignorance or they don't really don't know God, you know. Uh, but my, my, my first thought when I got first year called to God was um, you got the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, going to different churches and people that know me, they call me out, you know. Uh, in, in one of the worst moments of my life seemed like when I'm going through uncertain about everything in my life, uncertain about um, my 
job, uncertain about my marriage, uncertain about everything, you get a word saying that you're called to preach. Mm-hmm. And um, first thing I'm thinking, you got the wrong guy because mm-hmm. this don't match my story. I got the wrong, I'm mm-hmm. in the wrong book and I got the wrong chapter. This is not it. Mm-hmm. And then you go to another service and somebody has confirmed the same thing out of, out of, out of two or 300 people to point the hand at you and say, you got a call. And I'm going to escape life or church folk or regular folk or the life that I feel like I'm living. I'm going to escape that, trying to find a reason not to live this life anymore. Mm. And somebody will say, there's a calling in life. But not because they say it, because in my spirit, I felt it. Mm. Um, But I, I... I ran as long as I could saying no. And another thing was, most of the pastors I meet, they come from a long lineage of pastors or preachers. Mm-hmm. The mama right. say, the mama's always it into is. Dad mm-hmm. is a pastor, yeah. uncle's a pastor, granddad was a pastor. Uh, you go in my family, my granddad, my dad's an alcoholic, my granddad, you know what I'm saying? I, I got people in my family that work groups and stuff like that. How are you going to choose me to do this? And, and, Personally, the uh, first thought, I guess, I can think of 200 people that's more qualified than me. That's mm. uh, my thing was why, I mean, and sometimes I still, I'm still amazed that, that God will use me to do his work. I'm still, mm-hmm. I, 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 it's still sinking in to this day that he will use me to to do his work, you know, to uh, inspire people and to uh, motivate them. And I say this much. I um, I didn't want to accept it, but it's the most important thing in my life now. Mm. And um, I, I learned to get over seeing how people live because uh, I think it's this one word I, I always use. That no matter how they live, it's one thing, it's one word that I may not never see, but it's going to take place. It's called judgment. Mm. Mm. That's facts. Oh, yeah. So, That's facts. So I, I, my, I think uh, my first thoughts was, I know a lot of people that will do, will do better than me, God. I know a lot of people that that uh, speak more eloquent than I do. Um, they're better in, in understanding they, they read better than I do. Uh, I know a lot of people that's more versed in scripture than I am. Uh, you must have the wrong guy. That was my first thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm. First lady, mm-hmm. what was your first thoughts when pastor was called to be a pastor? That he won't call. Mm-hmm. He was labeled. But I, I just felt like that he was listening to what people was telling him hmm. for a minute but um I had to come to my senses on a lot of things on there and it's and it wasn't that I didn't think that he was living safe I just thought Lord I don't know if you remember or not all the stuff that this man have done <laughs> cause he been a rascal <laughs> oh snap but then I had to realize that God was keeping him for some reason. Yeah, that's right. 
Because the song said he could have been dead sleeping in his grave. Not one time, not ten, but probably a hundred. Right. Mm. And so I had to realize that he was, um, he had to be cold. Okay, so when was the first time when you realized, like, like, oh, snap, like. God had to deal with me personally. I had to. Um, it's been years. Oh, my God. You don't know your email. It's been, it's been years ago. I, um. First of all, let, let me explain about me. I was in church before him. Okay. And we um we were in the same church for a while. But then he left and went to another church. And I had to hear from God in the middle of a business meeting. It was just like somebody put a fire under me. Mm. Mm. Under my hips. And I popped up and begin to explain in the business meeting that I I had to go where I was supposed to be. And he wasn't actually pastoring then, but I knew he was called because he was somebody that would not give up. Right. Right. And we have a story to tell. Some good days, some bad days, some ugly days, but the good days have outweighed the bad days. Right. So our tests have made us have a good testimony mm-hmm. to be able to tell the next person that if you're called, it's nothing you can do about it, but go. Right. Do what the Lord say do. Mm. So I had to realize, and, and me being, me being what I thought was, I knew more because I was in it longer. But I had to humble myself. And hear from God on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And he, he often, he used to tell me, he don't tell me no more. I don't even know why he don't tell me no more. Anyway, <laughs> the same. he used to ask me, why you look at me like that when I, while I'm preaching? I just call it, be good. <laughs> but I didn't even notice that I had a look about me, you know. Mm-hmm. But he don't tell me that no more. But I still look the same because he be preaching. He preached today. Yes, sir. God knows he did. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God knows he did. Yes, it was better than good. It was goop. <laughs> Goop. I want to um, say this uh, just in response to um, my first being called. It was because of who I was under. And I, this is one thing I realized, and I think I got it. My mama said this to me uh, when I first got into it. When I first got saved, uh, I was picking up on stuff so fast, man. My mother said to me, she said, um, God is doing a quick work in you. Mm. you know? mm. And then I hear other people say that. You know, I used to hang around Soul Saver Station a lot. Mr. Melinda is, uh, he was, um, he sort of, um, him and some of the preachers down there, uh, Pastor Parker's where kind of helps groom me a little bit for the calling. Mm-hmm. But my mother used to say to me, say, you, you know, God is doing such a quick Because I was reading and reading and reading. I was just eating the Bible. But uh, what my wife didn't realize that God showed me was, I don't care how your life is. Right. You're still responsible for telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, you are obligated to tell the truth whether you are in sin or not. Mm. That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> so, because so, the Bible is true. The Bible said, let every man be a lie. Only God be true. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to talk about God, you got to tell the truth and you're going to be the liar. There you go. So the thing was, he was telling me I was called 
while, while she felt like his life was living contrary to what he was preaching. But he was still obligated to tell the truth because of the gift that was on him. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I understood that because she said God kept me for a reason. God also preserved him for a reason because it had not been for him. I wouldn't be preaching today because a lot of people would not have recognized the gift that was in me. Mm, right. Yeah, so God set aside. It's sort of like Joseph when and his brothers. Mm-hmm. To keep them, to feed them, God sent Joseph ahead. So did. Throw it in the pit. So they was going to kill him. Yeah. So enough was. So Oldest brother said, don't kill him. Said, Just sell him. Right, so, right. You know, throw it in prison. And when his brothers come, Joseph had the audacity to say, uh, God sent me here before y'all got here. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad, because God did it. Mm-hmm. After all you went through, he still had the audacity to say, God did it. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes God can make your life seem like it's hell to get you to where he wants you at. That's true. I know that is true. What you got, Jay? Uh, before I get into uh, any questions, I, I gotta, I'm gonna go through a thing called a segment called this or that. This or that. This or that. Now, lately, uh, and y'all, uh, y'all realize on the uh, the next, uh, other episode that I've been doing a Facebook uh, question, a question on Facebook that I asked, and I asked everybody, either this or that, Coke or Pepsi. Oh my lord. Coke. Coke. Or Pepsi. Or Pepsi, no. Now, I already know my first lady's answer, but I want I want her to personally tell y'all what her answer is. First lady, between <laughs> Coke and Pepsi, what could your answer possibly be? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she got excited. Make me speak in tongues. Oh, <laughs> come on now. Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi. All right. It's just something about a Pepsi that makes my day. I ain't got to have no ice. Oh my God! Woo woo! No, it can be room temperature. A warm Pepsi though. She's an addict. Got to have it. She's an addict. Got to have it. Have it come. I got to have it. I don't know about no warm Pepsi though. I done heard people done. They'll take like salted peanuts and put in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard of that too. And they claim it's some kind of good. Better yet, Jermaine. Jermaine's dad used to do that. Mm Mhm. And I used to see older people, old them old guys used to take the Coca Cola, Uh small bottle. They would drink a little bit and put the peanuts in there. Oh my! So what you think, Pastor? If you had to choose this or that, Coke or Pepsi? But I don't drink sodas. Ah, see, I, and I knew that, but I was still telling him. All right, so if you if, if you, you had to choose, if you had to choose, I'm gonna choose a Pepsi. Okay. All right. I got something now. All right. So of course on the tenth episode, y'all, the tenth episode, I'm gonna announce what won, and I'm actually kind of interested in, in, in what's winning so far all together. All together. With all the responses. Because I know what I would pick, but I ain't going to reveal my eyes until the 10th episode, all right? So. I'm surprised that people actually, like, like, like hitting you up and letting them know, like, what they would choose and stuff yeah, like they, that. Yeah, they, they, they were letting me know. I was like, okay. That's dope. All That's right. Dope. So, before I go into further, Michelle, you got a question you want to ask before I go into my questions? All right. So, here's my thing. So, um, for those of y'all who know, of course, like I said, well, we're members of this church, and, um, both me and Shells got married right we uh under uh, under Pastor Ellie, you know what yep. I mean? Yep. And um beforehand, um uh, we got counseling and everything. Yep. Um like I said, any questions we may have or any problems we deal with, of course, to come to our pastor and our first lady. So and um and also Pastor dropped this 
a while back anyway about marriage, about uh, being married as a Christian. You know what I mean? Uh, how do you approach things differently than people of the world and all that good stuff like that. So I just want to ask a, a few questions about marriage to possible couples who are listening uh, to this podcast. So I want to hit uh, I want to hit first lady with this first question. First question is, why is it important to keep others out of your marriage? It's like a term. That's what we're here for. It's like a term. I might this way. Wait. Take my corn bread up. Okay. Number one, keeping others out your business. It's just like, it's just like when we were children, um, we'd be outside playing. Mm-hmm. And we we fall a fight. True. Okay. Back then, if we fall to fight and go in the house and tell our mama that we were fighting, she gonna get both of us. I know that's right. And we going right. back outside. I'm about to get both of you. And we gonna play. Right. Uh, this new generation. Y'all know about that. If the kids go outside and fight, the parents are going outside with them, <laughs> fight, and fight they the gonna kids. want to fight. Mm-hmm. Then the parents met with one another. Uh-huh. Then next week, the children playing again. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I said that to say this about marriage. With marriage, if me and my husband have an argument. We need to keep it. Now, I ain't going to tell you you don't need to vent to somebody sometime. Right. But we don't need to involve other people because this day and time, when you involve other people, they get, say if I got a, a sister that if me and my husband argue and I go to my sister, then she going to feel some type of way about him when she lay eyes on him again. Mm-hmm. And... It can cause her to dam- damage herself. It says she says she says she know the Lord. Uh-huh. It's gonna cause her to damage herself with right. God, because me and my husband gonna get over the argument, and she's still gonna be mad. Yeah, right. I see what you're saying. Right. See what I'm saying? Now, friend and quote unquote friend, you leave your friends out of it, because most friends that you got. Don't have a husband. Come on. Mm-hmm. Or they had a husband and didn't know what to do with him. Tell the mm. truth. Or I've had some folk that I know that kind of like want your husband. Oh. So oh they don't want to see you. They don't want to see you do good. No, they they want you to. They want to talk about them with you. They want you to get rid of them so that they can see if they can get their two cents in. Mm-hmm. So you need you need to keep folk you need to keep folk out your business. <laughs> there you go. As, as as they say, what well, going in Vegas need to stay, stay in, in Vegas. Vegas. That's, that's right. Your household need to be Vegas. Mm, that's that's right. right. That's good. Okay. That was a good. That was a real good question. All right. I'm waiting. Oh. <laughs> Pass about gifts. I'm waiting. 
All right. We glad we glad this uh, this ain't video. Right. Because y'all would have seen something. Uh, <laughs> so, on a serious note, I I'm, I'm, that's a very good question. Uh, and for saved people, because the Bible gives you all the instructions you need. Mm-hmm. If you can cancel them before you get married, then God's gonna tell you how to keep your marriage. There's not a there's not a problem you'll go through in your marriage that's not already written in Scripture. That's true. That's right. If we live by it. We'll omit these problems, jumping like hurdles. That's on. The, this is on the spiritual note. I'm gonna give you a natural in a minute, but the spiritual note saying that God's got all your answers, mm. you know? and that's why other people don't need to be in it because you can go right to the scriptures and let God talk to you. Good stuff. Both of you married, both of you got the Holy Ghost. You want the same thing that she wants, happiness. Right. The thing is, her happiness belongs to him, and his happiness belongs to her. Mm-hmm. If he's busy pleasing her, he ain't got nerd, he ain't got time to worry about his own because she gonna take care of him. Yeah, there you that's go. Right. That's so, it. so, and that's that's probably the best way I can sum it up on a on a spiritual note. But uh, on a natural note, I don't care if you go in the house and you're watching a soccer. Mm-hmm. If you watch it long enough, you're going to find a team that you want to win over the other one. That's true. That's true. People have the tendency to choose in their mind. They don't have to know you. Come on. Because you don't know nobody on the soccer team. You're just choosing a team that you want to win. Right. That's true. Uh, you walk in the house, you're watching boxing. Uh, let, me, let me bring it home closer. Now. How many people watch Family Feud? Mm. You see a black family up there, you're rooting for them already. They say something crazy, the first thing oh, you say, you're the dumbest go. I ever seen in oh, my life. Oh, they, y'all, That's y'all the dumbest it. question. Y'all they had it. I would have fussed him on the way home. Why would you say that? That was stupid. Y'all had it. The whole so, time. So people in the natural, have a, they got, they have, we have the freedom to choose, and we choose according to what we you know what we think we like. And, and the people, they would choose people the same way. When the husband and wife come, if they're not friends in the natural, they would choose somebody that they would just they would like. They're gonna choose the husband over the wife or the, or the wife over the husband. Right. Uh that's in the natural. And uh another one in the natural, like she said, uh if you're married, you're not gonna have too many friends, bottom line. Because if you spend enough time with one another, you're not gonna have too many friends anyway. And you gotta even if you know another married couple, you may occasionally have a dinner with them, dinner date with them, you know, they go out, y'all go out. But it's not going to be a whole lot because you're too busy taking care of one another. Mm-hmm. Right. So let me tell you something. Pleasing a husband, pleasing a wife, living the way God wants you to live is a full-time job, bottom line. Mm. Amen to that. And you ain't got room for nobody else or nothing else. Now, I'm just saying that, you know, you're going to live. Your job is to please God. Make sure you're, you've been a good husband to God. God is good with your husbandship and that, and she's a wife. That God is pleased with her being a wife because I got news for you. If God isn't, if that husband ain't happy, somebody don't like God ain't happy. Mm, that is true. And vice versa. You know what I'm saying? If she ain't happy, you need to check your relationship with God because so he ain't happy somewhere down the line. We have a tendency to treat God like we treat one another. Mm, mm, That's true. That's true. And, because and, and, if, you, if you lie to if you if you lie to me, you lie to God first. It, that's all I was about to say. Pastor said, said plenty of times. He, most of the time, and like you said before, Pastor, you can almost tell somebody's relationship with God based on their marriage. Absolutely. If 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 uh, God, we're all servants of the Lord. Right. If you see a man and a woman, if she serve him, when he's you know if he's coming to preach, if she serve him, she want to get him water, got his clothes, you know. I mean, instead of the armor bird, she's just doing her wifely duties. 
That's because she served God well. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. If he served her, it's because he served God well. Yes, sir. Watch this now. And this is a true fact. This is nothing, I mean, you know, it's nothing written in biblical, but you can tell a servant because you can serve. This is God's vessel. Mm-hmm. And if she served him, not just in public, mm-hmm. she can serve him at home. It's mm-hmm. because she served God. That's right. But if she don't serve God, He's in trouble because he ain't going to get nothing. He can't hardly get an egg, a glass of water, or nothing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I'm telling the truth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It may be hard, but it's the truth. If, she, if you find a man who don't serve God, she could have to almost beg for everything. Mm. If you find a woman who don't serve God, this man is in trouble. Woo. He oh, got to make an appointment for a dinner date. He can't hardly get nothing to eat, and he ain't going to get nothing special. Good God, I read. That's the truth. But if she served God, he won't have to ask for nothing. Because mm. you're going to serve him just like you serve God. Amen to that. And that's the biblical truth. Amen to that. All right. So, got, got, got another question. I want to start with Pastor. Is praying with your spouse more important than praying by yourself? That's a good one. It's just as important. Elaborate. I don't think one outweighs the other. Mm-hmm. Because you definitely need that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But y'all definitely need to pray together to keep listening to what off any demons, any devils, and you keep a spiritual bond or relationship when you pray together. That's fellowship. Yes, right. Sir. There you That's go. That's a form of fellowship because I don't know many couples that sit around the house and talk to Bible and whatever, you know. But when you pray together, it's kind of it's kind of relationship. Uh it's kind of fellowship with God. You know, God see that, He loves that. Uh you gotta understand that the whole thing about God in in the marriage is style after the relationship with God, with, mm-hmm. with Christ. Mm-hmm. So he's going to honor that because that's how he style uh, marriages and his relationship. So if you're praying together, God is smiling and that's saying, right. listen, I'm going to do this. And I just quote the scripture there in church, uh, uh, Matthew uh, 19 and, and eight, uh, 18 and 19, uh, if two come together and touch as agreeing, mm-hmm. then he said he'll do anything. Now, I can't think of two more. They will have the same mind because you're supposed to be one. He said when, this, right. when you get married, the two shall, shall be one. Right, right. Let me tell you something. If you hold on to your will and she hold on to her will, you're never going to reach one and you're never going to please God in your marriage. The fastest way to success and get everything you want in your marriage is to cleave to that man and that woman and become one just as soon as you can. If you're one with God and you read your Bible, it shouldn't be no problem with you being one with your spouse. Mm. No, I'm just putting it out there plain and simple. Just like that. Just like that. He That's what I'm talking no. about. I have nothing to say. <laughs> no, I, I want I want, I want, want your feedback on it too. So, okay. I, all my questions, I want to pass around the room. So yeah, the, 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 the question was, First Lady, is praying with your spouse more important than praying by yourself? I agree. It's just as important. It, it should be just as important. Mm-hmm. Right, you do it. Oh. A lot of um, a lot of relationships. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That prayer never happened. Mm-hmm. And your strength, your strength come from prayer. Right. I mean, it, it really. If, if you're a prayed up person, anything can't jump you, and you tremble. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really important. That I mean, it's important on both ends because that sometimes, sometimes you got to have that one-on-one with God, right? Because He needs you just to listen, mm-hmm. and then 
you need to be able to pray with your spouse because being leaders and even with y'all, y'all are leaders. You need to be able to hear from God on somebody else's situation mm. that not that you get to know exactly what's going on, but if you if you are a prayed up person, mm -hmm. you can almost look at a person and tell what's going on. Well, you can look at a person and tell something is wrong, right. but you could almost be in their mind and know what the problem is and know what to pray about. Right. And there are people out here that depend on people to pray for them because some people don't even know how to pray for themselves. They know yeah. where they need to yeah, be, but they're not where they where they where they should be, and they need some strength behind them pushing them. So it's good to be a praying person, one on one with God, to hear what He has for you to do. That's facts. And it's a you, you need to be. It's very important to pray with your spouse so He can tell y'all what to do. Especially leaders leading people. Mm. So would y'all agree if you if I if I said marriage is not so much for you, but it is for God? Oh yes, absolutely. It's for God, and uh, see, the the church is built of families, mm -hmm. and uh, people sadly mistaken this, but a lot of times when they read the Bible, they try to convey that to everybody, but the Bible was written to the saints, That's right? True. Mm -hmm. And we are to convince the sinners mm -hmm. that the word of God is true by yeah. living it and letting it take hold of our life. Um, my wife and I, um, at one point we was in uh, Milwaukee, I believe it was. Um, we was praying uh, a lot because we had to, we had a women's prayer line, and I was you know doing um, conference calls, praying, and um, the day they fired me from my job. Mm -hmm. uh, at Lowe's distribution, she knew. Mm -hmm. I remember you told us that. She didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. But God dealt with her and prepared her for that. So when I came home and told her, I, I didn't want to tell her, and I told her I lost my job, she was like, oh, that ain't no problem. God's going to take care of us. Mm -hmm. And that won't like my wife. My wife used to be the one that panicked mm -hmm. and go ballistic by saying, Lord, what are we going to do now? But God dealt with her that morning because I remember her calling me before I got to work. She said, let me tell you something. God just turned me loose from when you left here. Mm. Because if you pray to God, he said, well, he will withhold no good thing from you. Yeah. Right. He, gonna, he, he said, he going he gonna to tell you everything. The Holy Ghost will tell you everything. Mm -hmm. And he won't let nothing be in the dark from you. So uh, that's a bond that, that's created. Here's, here's the flip side of it. I'm, I'm gonna go as far as saying this. Uh, the flip side of it is, if you create a bond and you're praying mm -hmm. and you got a good marriage, if your spouse is unfaithful, you'll know. You may not know what it is. You you may not can put your hand on it, but you'll know. Right. Uh, uh, my older sister used to tell me. She said, "Listen, I can tell every time, and I know she loves the Lord." She said, "I can tell every time, He's with somebody else." Mm. Because there's 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 a spiritual withdrawal. Mm -hmm. If you connect wow. the spirit, I, I don't know why people feel like it ain't it, it can't it can't happen, but it can happen. There's a withdrawal spiritually, mm -hmm. a disconnect spiritually, and you'll know, but you may not know what it is. You know something's you wrong, it. and the Holy Ghost will let you know 
to keep from being hurt or let you know later on that, you know, that's what it was, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, she may not have knew at that time, but she knew something was going on spiritually. She knew. And no matter how many times she come in and look at her face and say, uh, you act, you crazy, it ain't want me. <laughs> she know in here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he said he would not have you be ignorant. Though. Right. That's good. That's good. That's good. Thank y'all for those those wonderful answers. So I hope y'all listening. Y'all are getting some of this meat right now. This this a thick sandwich right here. So y'all better get some of this meat right here. <laughs> right here. What you got, Shells? Um. One last question before we get into the announcements, and then we um got the uh the letter that we got to read um that we got wrote. Um. One last question for the both of y'all. Um. Why do y'all think people leave churches? Um, two different reasons. Some people, some people hear from God when it's, okay, say if you're somewhere and you feel like you are spiritually dead. Um, if. If, if you feel like you are spiritually dead, then number one reason could be that your season could be up mm. there. But rest assured, God ain't going to just tell you just to leave. He's going to have plans for your life if you are a seasoned person, again, that comes with prayer. Mm-hmm. So... Most people that are seasoned, it's like God got to take a bulldozer and push you out of the building. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because you are not, you're not, you're not big headed. You're a very humble person. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're hearing God, because you need to be scared just to step out. Yeah. You don't need to be a, a, a bold person. Just like, I got this. You know, just, just jump out and, and do whatever I'm going to do. Yeah. So you need to know that you are hearing God. And God is not a God of confusion. That's right. It won't be any kind of confusion. It won't be no heartache. It'll be that the pastor already been warned by God that you're going to do, a, a, you, you're moving on. But he gonna know that you are in place, and he gonna know that he or she, whoever the pastor is, they're gonna know that they have fed you all the meat that God has given them to give you. Right. Right. Now, on the other hand, a hard-headed, unsensible person—I call him a church hopper. Mm. Mm. They just don't know what they want to do. I've been in church a long time. I've seen it. And most people that does that end up falling on their face and, and end up not in church at all. And it's so easy for the enemy to make you think that the grass is greener on the other side. Because he'll put things there. He'll put things in your path or people in your path. That you may go visit somebody church and 
well, we can do this and we can do that. But everything is not for everybody. God has his respectable places for every human on this earth. That's true. If he know how many strands of hair I got on my head, That's he know where I belong and how long I belong there. Mm. So I need to hear him. I don't know. I've never been one. Well, well, actually, about anything, a job, anything, you, you got to almost take a bulldozer and pull me out of it. Mm. Because I guess um, my mindset is I'm supposed to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But when the time comes, like I said before, right in the middle of a business meeting, God dealt with me to the point where I knew that I had to stand up and be, and, and, and I had a hard pastor. She was a stern pastor. Mm-hmm. You didn't go up against her any kind of way, but she taught me a lot. And for me to be bold enough to stand up and say to her that I got to go, I had to know that it was God. And you know what she said to me? What? She said to me, she said, you know what, Sister Ely? I know you have to go. Mm. But I'm going to miss you. Mm. Bottom line. That she's going to miss you. Mm. Bottom line. So I know that that was God. But when you jump, when you church hop, number one thing, you're picking up different spirits. Mm. You you in the church today, you might be out of church next week. You out of the church because you feel like you don't have to answer to anybody. So you may go here today, go somewhere else next Sunday. And all the all these demons are piling and piling and piling. And it's so hard for you to get back to where God had you at first. So we need to be real careful with that. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Okay. Uh, uh... Man, there's so many reasons why people leave church. You said number one of number one reasons. Number one, number one reason is uh, no depth. Mm. They don't know God. Like Jesus gave the uh, parable of the sea on the seas. Some fell by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Some fell amongst the thorns. Some fell on solid ground. And because they had no depth in them, mm. when persecution come, they got offended. Well, there's some people that's in church and they don't know God. They, they they read the word and they may pray, but they don't have a relationship with God. And so they don't know when God is speaking to them or they just got a, a urge. Mm-hmm. You understand? So some people move on something they think. I go along with my wife. I don't think God will call you from something and don't call you to something. Mm-hmm. Right. If he gonna call you from something, he God didn't call me out of church to come home and sit. Right. You know, unless right. he's already prepared something else for me, and I don't know nothing about it. But while I'm home now, God called me out of the first church I was in when I got saved. I was in the church with my family and my wife and everybody, and God told me, called me out of there. But he didn't tell me where to go. But he did instruct me. And when I was home, he did instruct me to read, fast, and pray every day. So for a year, I was in my word, reading and fasting and praying, but he was preparing me for the next. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? So if you don't know the Lord, you can't be obedient to him. Mm. You're just walking out of church and you don't know him, so you're just doing stuff. Yes, sir. So I think one number one reason is 
uh, people not knowing God, and they give you they give you a, they can answer a widespread of where or where we where the church is going today, while people are doing what they do. What we're seeing is is a prime example of people not knowing God. Right. Uh, people people prophesying. <laughs> you get a they get a goosebump, and because. Uh, here's another reason. The Spirit of God is moving in the church. The atmosphere is conducive. Uh, God is present. There's a spirit of prophecy in there because God wants to speak to somebody. Right. The spirit of prophecy land on somebody who really don't have a relationship, but that's who God chooses to use now. Mm-hmm. And he speak a word through them that day because it's the spirit of prophecy. But it's not the gift of prophecy. Right. A the difference. gift of prophecy is going to stay with you mm-hmm. in and out of service. Mm-hmm. It's going to be with you at night. It's going to keep you woke sometime. Mm. But the spirit of prophecy is for that just right in that hour. Yeah, right. Uh. But when the service is over, you don't have it no more. But now, because you, you, you prophesied and you hit it on the money, now some of them got goosebumps and they feel like, I'm a pastor, I'm called. Mm-hmm. And they'll leave church with a notion that they're called. Right. But pastoring and preaching is more than a notion. That's right. It's more than a notion. My number one thing for, uh, uh, the number one reason why people leave in church uh, is because they don't know the voice of God. He said, my sheep know my voice. Mm-hmm. And another, they will not follow. My Lord. Mm. That's, that's strong. Right that's there. good. That's strong. That's real good. God knows that was strong. Oh. Oh, that was on me that time. No, that was me, actually. Oh, for <laughs> real? Yeah, oh. it was me. All right, good. That was, that, that, that was good there. I'm eating from this. So I know y'all are eating from this. I'm about full over here. Yes, sir. Y'all, oh, yeah. y'all, y'all got to say, we didn't have church service and this? Oh, for real. Real quick, though. Um, If y'all are listening, press subscribe. Subscribe. Please. What's my slogan? It takes nothing to press that button. There you go. Do it. You've gotten this far. You are hour in right now. Why would you say, not subscribe? Just press the button. There you go. Jesus Christ. Just pause it real quick. We'll be right here. We ain't we'll going wait. nowhere. We'll wait. What you got, Jay? You got some announcements? Yeah, we got a quick few announcements. Um, Of course, y'all know during this pandemic, uh, right now, Facebook Live is the thing. And right now, Lifeline Christian Community Church is live every Sunday at 11 o'clock a.m. Come in and join us. Come fellowship with us. The very own pastor, first lady, that are here in this room right now, giving you all this meat, give you the same meat and more and on more. Sunday mornings. And as we uh, grow out of this thing, which we will, and we will. I said episode, we will get out of this in the name of Jesus. We're yes, going to be out of this. When that time comes and we come back for fellowship, we are, um, we're praying that the Lord will bring us back into the church building for fellowship for our youth conference. That youth conference, as of right now, on paper, is July 22nd through the 24th. For any updates on that, follow our Facebook page, Lifeline Christian Community Church, for any updates, announcements, or messages. Oh, that's crazy, right? What's crazy, bro? I don't know what's crazy, but this morning, first of all, let me tell you what happened. First what happened? of all, this morning, most of the times, I have a schedule, all right? What's the schedule? On church mornings... I get up around 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. 7 o'clock is the latest I get up. 7? Seven. 7. Okay. If I get up past 8 or anything, it's a problem. <laughs> I'm rushing. 
I'm trying to get myself together. And I'm telling you right now, baby, I love you to death. Love my wife now. Mm-hmm. But if she gets up at 8, I'm just like, babe, just go ahead and stay home. Because if she gets up at 8 something, that's it. Dang. Now, I try to push along. I say, all right, baby, come on, come on, come on. She's like, I'm trying, baby, I'm trying. So the most times we get here a little late, I don't, I don't blame my wife for it. I'm just, I'm just like, baby. No, go and blame him. <laughs> Right. So baby, you heard that right. So if I get in trouble with you, I'm on point Siobhan, right? But most of the times, most of the times, I'm, I'm in my in my dress. I'm like, what kind of shirt should I wear today? You know what, what I mean? kind of shirt can you wear? And most of the times, I'm just like, well, if I had a Teespring T-shirt, oh my god, from Brothers to Brothers podcast, I could get dressed a little bit quicker. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Because we now have Brothers Ancient Brothers podcast T-shirts. Yes. On Teespring.com. Yes, sir. Where you can buy and create your own custom T-shirt. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, I say it three times. The Brothers have a T-shirt. Yes. So, you want to go get a t-shirt, go visit teespring.com right now. Type in Bruz and your Bruz, and you can get you a Bruz and your Bruz t-shirt to wear on your church morning during your youth Sundays. Amen? Yes, sir. Amen. Now, now, trust me, I love discounts. We all love discounts, right? Well, listen, if you type in for the Bruz, you can get a 10% discount. Type in what now? Enter the code for the Bruz, the number 4 D A. B R U H S for the bros, and you can get a ten percent discount on a bros and your bros podcast T-shirt. And everybody love discounts. Yeah, they love discounts. Who don't love discounts? Everybody love them. I love them. Now, now before we, you got anything else? Yes, we're gonna we're gonna go to a segment called Keeping It J Real. Keeping It J Real. Is this the last segment or or this the last segment? Then we got one more burning hot fire. I right, see. First lady, let me explain to you. See, um, see, Keeping It J Real is um somewhere. Like out of nowhere, like people just started sending us messages and stuff that they need advice for. See what I'm saying? And um, and sometimes they can get a little crazy. Now we ain't want we ain't trying to scare nobody, but they can get a little crazy because they really seeking it for advice from Jarrell. So Jarrell tries to help them, <laughs> and they get crazy now. So I might need some help from y'all, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna try my best. All right. But 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 the people are anonymous though. We don't put their names out or nothing like that. No names out or anything. All right. So here we go. Let me swing the mic over here just in case they got something. And by the way, y'all, if, if if I laugh, just forgive me. I'm, I'm going to try to keep it together, all right? So, <clears throat> hi, I'm 31 years old, and I have been an active member of an awesome church for four years. I have an awesome pastor as well. In January, my pastor asked me out on out on a date. I didn't mind because he's, a, he's single, and I'm about 10 years older, than, and he's about 10 years older than me. No problem. I even spoke to some of the mothers and the female ministers about the, the situation, and all of them smiled and said, you better go, you better get your husband. Referring to the pastor. So after consulting the female leaders, I decided to go on the date with the pastor. He was so sweet, yet so boring. <laughs> Laugh out loud. He really didn't have anything to talk to me about while we, we ate. He took me home and, he, and we hugged before I got out of the car. He smelled very good, by the way. That is all I can say good about the night besides the $30 meal he paid for. The women, the women leaders always keep asking me, why did everything go? I say fine, but I truly believe everyone would hate me if I told them I actually hated the date. A few weeks later, he asked me to go out again. I told him I was busy at work. Thank God the COVID-19 pandemic hit, so I would have a reason to not go out with him for the time being. I really love him as my pastor, but don't want to ruin our pastor and membership relationship. What should I do? (laughs) Okay. What? Can I help you first? First lady, please help me out. Help me. Young lady. <laughs> young lady. Don't wait till Corona is over. You go fall on your knees now and get saved. 
because you wanted to go out and let the pastor feel all over you. For some odd reason, you think that all men are just touchable. This could be a test from God for you. Mm. So therefore, you need to pray and ask God to help you with your salvation. Because if he has sent you a husband and you let him get away, you will be sorry. Be blessed. Mm. <laughs> straight in, straight to, to the point. Ain't him out of God. He a pastor. Right. She talking about he boring. <laughs> pastor, what, what, what do you have to say about this, Pastor? To be honest, um, it sounds like to me that um, this lady here had more life experiences than the pastor have. So she may have been expecting a little more. Mm -hmm. And by him being who he is, he didn't want to mislead her or send no false signals and have her thinking that he was not who he said he was because he had done a little more. You understand what I'm saying? And he had to be careful. I don't blame him. I'll be very careful what I say, what I do. Mm -hmm. If you got to come to my congregation and sit and watch me every Sunday, I'm going to be very careful. That's I'll right. be boring too on a date, but I'm mm -hmm. not boring in the pulpit. That's right. You understand? Right. And and, and I'm a, I don't blame the pastor. I'll be just as boring as you. Listen, <laughs> just as boring as he was. And I don't know what you're expecting. But he's got to be very careful. Yeah, that's right. That's because all he that's can right. send the wrong signal, and you may have his name strewn all over the stuff, all over the country. Amen. So he has mess. to be careful. And some mess. Because he got to he got to follow scripture. The Bible said, "Don't let your good be evil spoken of." Mm. So uh, he got to be very careful about what he say and what he do. Because if he say the wrong thing and mislead you. You could be thinking one thing and he meant nothing by it. Mm -hmm. and now his whole conversation in the pulpit will be different and it won't be taken wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. the pastor made the right move. He made the right decision to keep it just like that until you both hear from the Lord. There you go. Because right now, I think, I don't know what you're looking for, but I really do think that the pastor made the right move. Because there ain't no way in the world. I don't know about nobody else. I know pastors. I, there may be some pastors that do this, but ain't no way in the world I'm gonna date you and to go further than a date and preach to you too. Mm. You can't be in my church like that. Mm. She wanted to be misled. Well, young lady, <laughs> you got your answer, all right? And you got both good. You got a real good taste of it. So you need to uh, be praying, and you get let the Lord deal with you first. That's what you need That's to do. Fast. Let the Lord deal with you first. Hear from the Lord, because this man of God did do right. I believe he did the right thing. Because, like the pastor just said, one wrong thing that would have went wrong, let's say it was something that you didn't like. You would have been led by the flesh to respond to the woman leaders and give them something that may have led them to a whole nother uh, uh, perception of the pastor that's not even true. And broke up the church. And now you're in trouble with God. That's what people <laughs> look for. So... That's so good advice from our first lady and pastor. Yeah. You better take it, young lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You best, you best take that that advice. Yeah, and if y'all got any more, um, if y'all have any more problems or whatever, um, remember we keeping it anonymous. Um, you don't have to say your name. You can email us at floridabrus at gmail dot com or you can message us on Instagram 
And that is at Bruz Ain't Your Bruz Pod. You can message us up there and let us know what you got going on if you need some advice or whatever. Um, just make sure it has plenty of details. So, um, so however Jarrell, um, Jarrell can help you out, he can help you out. Um, yeah. All right. Um, before we go, um, Pastor, uh, if you had one thing, Pastor and First Lady, if y'all had one thing to tell a married couple right now, right now, ah, uh, nah, I, you were thinking about that? Yeah, I got you. I cut you to it. But listen, if you had one thing to tell a married couple, both of y'all, from both of y'all, what would y'all tell them? If they was coming to y'all right now and they just needed some type of help or, or just some type of encouraging words, some words of affirmation or whatever, like, what would y'all tell them right now? Um, oh, that's on your docket, Dre. <laughs> I, I would just, just like, like to say, um, put God first. Allow him to lead you and guide you. Hear from him and things will work out. Amen. 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 Uh, I think if if you don't love God more than you love Him, or if you don't love God more than you love her, you need to back up, hit reverse, and uh, fall in love with God first. Uh, love Him more than you do your spouse, and you always be a winner. Hmm. You got to allow God to love them through you because there's some things about people we just can't love. Mm. God knows that. That's so true. Allow God to love them through you. Even our spouse, we hate to admit it, but there's some things about our spouse. It's hard to get through. So God got to love them through us because we don't have that ability as being humans. Mm. So allow God to um, love God more than you love your spouse and he can love them through you. Amen. 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 Well, I think this was cool. That was good to my soul there. I think this was cool. Listen, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speechless. I'm about to say, like, like just this whole episode, um, I hope you guys um appreciated the insight that y'all received today. Um, for whoever is listening, um, it's always good to uh to to slow things down and, and, and listen to what we got going on. We ain't really get get into the whole COVID nineteen thing like that because um that's pretty much all of our episodes has been about lately. We just keep talking about Corona, Corona, Corona. Um, so we slowed it down and we wanted to um help you guys out, the ones that's couples, the ones that's married and stuff like this. I know I'm married and my brother Drill is married. Um and right. from um from a couple that's been married for thirty two, thirty three. Thirty three years. 33. That is amazing. That is a blessing. So um so y'all please, um, for the married folk, please try to um take heed to what um what Pastor First Lady said. Um it it it, it will not they will not steer you wrong. Um, passes any other way you want them to reach you on um, by Facebook, um, email, whatever. Hit me up through, uh, through this podcast or uh, through Lifeline uh, Christian Community Church uh, Facebook page. Uh, hit me up with that, and if you get serious enough, I give you my phone number, and we, I can meet you. Uh, you can meet me at the sanctuary somewhere. Um, but if just uh, rather than question, hit me up on Facebook page or the podcast, and I'm guaranteed to get back with you. Amen. 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 So with that being said, we thank you all for listening. Like I said, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you comment, like, share, and most importantly, just guess. <laughs> what guess, are you gonna say? guess what I want you to do. 
Subscribe. Subscribe. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Thank you for joining us. We will see you again very, very soon. All next right? Tuesday, y'all. We'll next see y'all next Tuesday. Next Tuesday that fast? Yes. My gosh. Time yes, is yes, yes. By. This this actually our bye week. So, right. so we're gonna post this one and we ain't even got to we ain't even got to come in for that day because this is gonna be in our bye week. So we're gonna be off. Yeah, we we basically off. <laughs> oh, snap. We basically off that week. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Well like we'll catch y'all. Blah. <laughs>